Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. Wait, so what arrived in the mail? Oh, I, right. I, I have this thing where I just don't like not knowing things. Right, right, right. I always need to know stuff right away. Okay, so it came in this uh, yeah. thing that is usually used to hold like really simple stands. Yeah, like a very slight tripod or something. Yeah. I was so confused. So this was sent to me. What is that? I literally just opened this like a, like, like a few minutes before you walked into the room and I was surprised to say the least. Is it, is it a birthday present? Because it was just Nathan's birthday, if you're not keeping track. I'm going to unfurl it. Oh, my God. <laughs> like. Oh I like that they make you do it. But, like, what? Oh, okay, what, what, are this, what are we going to say? What are we going to say about try, it? I'm trying to extend it. Will okay. it stay? Will it stick? Oh, God. How do you function oh, this? There okay, we go. there we go. And it's open. How fucking big is this thing? Like. It's life size. Almost. Like. I mean, Describe what you're seeing, John. Describe to the listener what you're seeing. Where to start. Okay, so what Nathan pulled out first was like a silver-looking canister thing. It looked like a mm-hmm. honestly, what it looked like was like a projection slide, like you know, like a projection screen. Mm-hmm. He unfurls it, and it's a banner. It's it's a banner. It's, it's a, a standee, standee, a standee, if you will, a two-dimensional photo. Pull it out again. I gotta take a photo of this. Are we no. allowed to? <laughs> it's a standee. It's of, of Nathan, myself. Yeah, from it's from Lazada, by the way. It's that's, from that's, Lazada. That's I just did like a ad campaign with them, and by the time you guys are listening to this, you probably would have skipped. It's been popping the ad. up. Um, been po- I skipped it a few times by now. Uh, so hello, hi there. Fro. I literally <laughs> scro- scrolled from your Instagram stories to to the ad. I'm like, look at that. And you don't even get the YouTube ad because you have YouTube this, premium. Yeah, this is on Instagram. Yeah. I got a one-two Nathan Punch on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, YouTube, I got the premiums. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so it's a life. It's a poster. The of marketing you, push of these things always boggle my mind. But yeah, I just did a project with Lazada. It's like, lots of good fun. Yeah, um, it looked like a fun ad. And it was my birthday. Uh, as of this recording, it was my birthday yesterday. Yes. Um, I think they just found that out as well. And they sent me... A standee of what, myself. What do they expect you to do? I mean, I think it's a joke. I hope it's a, If it's a joke, it's great. If it's meant to be like a nice present, it's fucking the worst. If it's a joke, it's amazing. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I don't know. Because I, I think about like K-pop stars. And mm-hmm. like, I, I imagine this is like a very common... Because like, you know how they get like coffee vans as gifts and like... Um, like pastry trucks as gifts with their face printed all over them. I, no, I've never heard of that. But that sounds great. Yeah, like so. Like there's a there's this trend in Korea where like, um, say for example, your favorite actor is doing a new show. Mm-hmm. They're going to find out where the show is being filmed. 
they're going to get a bunch of fans to essentially hire out a food truck or a coffee truck or something. And this is a whole side business in Korea. They print, they, they customize the van printing and make yeah, yeah, it yeah. just like the celebrity's face or whatever and going like, oh, uh, Hyung Jin Opa's coffee truck or whatever. <laughs> and like, it will be parked outside of the set. So like for for this the like the crew to drink from or like the for public, everybody for everyone for everybody on on set yeah yeah because I know K-pop fans will like hire billboards and like, yeah hire uh, billboards just to say happy bus ads train the ads. fans themselves not like companies yeah. and stuff like the fans, are, fans themselves this feels like something like that but also like it's super cute can I just say that it's it's interesting. I'm. I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't half tempted to just display it somewhere. Of course, you <laughs> permanently. Dude, of course, <laughs> you have to put it outside your studio. <laughs> exactly, right outside the front door. Yeah, yeah just a, a welcome, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I, dude, you have to take it out every birthday until you die. It's just that, like, it feel it. It does feel like a weird joke because, like, okay, for example, like this time last year for my birthday last year, I was surprised with like yep. a mural of myself. Like like several printed photos of myself a on couple my bedroom. Dozen. Yeah, a couple dozen printed photos of myself on like my bedroom wall, and like the year before that, like pe- like people printed my face on a cake. Like I'm like I'm I'm getting worried by this trend, and also mm-hmm. like slightly, but also like probably just as concerned of like what it says about me and how my friends see me. It's like that's fair. <laughs> That is fair. As I like mean, as like somebody who is quite haphazard with his public image. I mean, my girlfriend, um, for her birthday, I made her a photo booth and created masks of herself because she loves herself. Yeah. At, to use, I think it's that's probably the the crux. So, yeah, I, I hate myself more yeah. than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's the opposite. That's why we do it. So it's like the, my favorite story though is that on what is it Saturday night you came home at like quite late. Yeah. And. My girlfriend and I were just chilling in the living room, coincidentally, yeah. and you thought something was up, so you attacked your room. Is that what you did? You came I, to like, your room. I, I didn't. Okay, like I was <laughs> just like people to be I here. didn't. It didn't occur to me that anything was going to be up because, like, I I, I was in my studio, yeah, 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 and I just kind of left whenever I felt like it. Sure. So like, I, no one was rushing me to leave or anything. So it didn't occur to me that anything was going to happen. We could have had surveillance. But then, like, yeah, I had friends at the studio, and I left there, and then I arrived in the apartment. And it was fairly late, close to 1 a.m. You and Rachel were just kind of outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, pretty suspiciously just, like, st- hanging about. <laughs> yeah, as we do, just sitting there. <laughs> look, staring at the door. Like, you looked like... I looked like I walked in on a bunch of NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Because, <laughs> like, you weren't doing anything. I was... What do you mean? I had got a new Nespresso coffee machine and I was playing with it. <laughs> I was very much at doing something. At 1 a.m. <laughs> Sure, yeah, playing yeah, yeah, with a coffee fair. machine at one a.m. Sure, not, not suspicious. suspicious at all. <laughs> but again, you know, the thought there's Nathan's ego coming out. <laughs> but the thought occurred to me right at that very second. Like, why are you guys outside? It's like <laughs> almost one a.m. Like, my birthday's in in like less than twenty four hours. Like, I like and and literally this time last year, that's what happened. That I walked true. into my room and like I was surprised, quite alarmingly yes like i fell to the floor because it's just, just like the darkness followed by people yes um so and yeah to be fair last year we didn't what was it was it faced what was it last year we, we had five people over is that what we was yeah 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 Yeah, i can't remember but yeah. this time is you know it's two ha whatever the fuck <laughs> so we couldn't add more than two people over but anyway but yeah I, I was slightly paranoid like i i i opened my door very cautiously no one was inside and yep. i was very relieved 
Um, because I genuinely had a very long day and I was like, if this is something that's happening right now, like, oh, sure, you know, it's happening, but like, it's going to be kind of exhausting. <laughs> and then for, for some reason, I thought people were hiding in the in the bathroom. Yeah. So I also like slowly just used my toe to like push the door open <laughs> to make sure no one was inside. Um, oh, I thought you kicked the door open in hopes of attacking someone. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't want to hurt anybody. I, but I legitimately like to keep my distance from it. I just kind of like deep kicked it. Yeah, I just deep kicked the door open. No one was inside. Um, not gonna lie, in that very split second, like, like I, I think every time like you suspect there's going to be su- a surprise and there isn't one, yeah, like it's inevitable that you're gonna be hit with a little bit of like an ego death. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like a split like, second Aww. of ego, like a split Aww. second of ego death, and a split second of like, who the fuck was I to like think that this was gonna happen? <laughs> but then that was immediately followed by like, ah, oh, nice. <laughs> like I just <laughs> like absolutely nothing is happening tonight. I'm going to just like vegetate and you lie down to rest and you're like wait does no one love me <laughs> and then we pop oh, wait. then we pop but, out from the curtains but i must say though um for, for a, a little bit more birthday talk yeah um so like, i don't i don't display my birthday too publicly on things on it's not on my instagram or my facebook yeah, or I mean, any Wikipedia, of my personal it, socials a joke on there but it's it's like a googleable quantity it's like a thing that people can find out for I themselves think so. yeah um but it's it's you know i'm not super vocal about my birthday i don't really uh uh, uh I, i'm not trying to let you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. make it a huge thing or whatever so i always find it very fascinating like who wishes me first because mm. like of course, I take notice. I don't care. Like, I don't really like, oh, this person didn't wish me. This person, But it's like the first few people that wish you is always an interesting kind of okay. situation. Because every year, it changes. It is noticeable. I don't remember ever. But I do notice, like, oh, there's the first one. I yeah. guess. Like, every year, it changes. But sometimes, it also doesn't really. Because, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. chances are the same people that wish you are the same people that, like, years ago probably set a reminder on yeah, their yeah, phone. Yeah, exactly. And it just recurs and sure. recurs. Sure, So, this year, <laughs> the first... Three people that sent me birthday messages. Uh-huh. Um, the first person was an old, old friend of mine. Okay. Um, that I knew from junior college. Um, that, you know, we're not particularly close. Yeah. I have no idea what she does on a daily basis mm-hmm. of her life. But, like, we're friends, you know? That's like, nice. we yeah, text yeah, yeah. every once in a while, that kind of thing. She was the first person to wish me. I was like, oh, nice. Blast from the past kind uh-huh. of, like, memories. And then, like... But then I, I scroll back and I look, like, pretty much every message we sent to each other for, like, the last yeah, yeah, yeah. few One years. One of those relationships. Exactly. It's a happy birthday followed by, like, a short spattering of, like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, second person <laughs> to wish me happy birthday. Um, if Previously on Good Hang yeah, yeah, Podcast, if you were keeping track, I got into a really bad car accident <laughs> <laughs> okay. a few months ago. Your and insurance guy? Yeah, the insurance <laughs> guy was the second guy to wish me, I guess, because he had my details. And, like, maybe he's just, like, that on the ball that he puts yeah. it in his phone. Happy birthday. Need insurance? Yeah. But he was the second person to wish me. He was like, hey, wow. bro, happy birthday. And I'm this, like... This is, like, midnight? It was close. Okay. Like, he was one of the first people to, like, the second That's person nice. to wish me. And Some I was like, That's random as fuck, but, like... Thank you. Right. And then the third person was my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then yeah. I never wish you. That's how I do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I truly can't give a shit. But it was just yeah. funny. Like, the first three people that wished me was, like, random friend, um, insurance person, a stranger. insurance guardian angel person yes. that if you listen to a previous episode, that was low quite key, a story. 
like saved me that night. Yep. <laughs> and my girlfriend. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. People say they don't give a shit about your birthdays. I take that to heart. <laughs> I don't give a shit about my birthday or anyone else's birthday. Yeah. And when I have to, I'm like, this is tiring. Yeah. Rachel. Really? Yeah. No, like, see, I, I, I don't mind at all spending time on other people's birthdays. And I know that's, like, not an uncommon thing. No, I guess specifically, I mean, I don't wish, I don't care about wishing people birthday. Oh, like, yeah. No, over no, no. messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, if I I'm don't... with you, I'll see you. Of course, I'll say happy birthday. Yeah, same. Unless yeah. it's somebody that, I, that I'm close to and know I'm not going to see because yeah. of, like, pandemic or other reasons. Yeah. Like... I I'm definitely not the guy who like wishes happy birthday to every single person in the group chat. Yeah, like or like someone like can you imagine like they're I mean again no judgment but this is what you're thinking but I would like to hear more people who like roll out of bed log into their Facebook or whatever see whose birthday it is and just sh- happy birthday. Enter. That's that person is amazing. I'm sure that person. I want to be that person. I want to be someone like that who has that much capacity to spread love. Because like, is it? I mean, every, it habitual. It's an everyday thing. Think about that. They do okay. it every day. But the thing is, right? It's an everyday thing for them. Yes. But as a person who has recently experienced a birthday, sure, I can say no matter how much you don't give a shit about birthdays, nice. no matter how much, like I tr- can truly say, I, I, me too. If I was left alone all day. Like, and maybe just had dinner with family at night, I'd be perfectly Me fine. Too. But, like, it's undeniable that every message that you get, it's kind of, it's just very it's nice. It's very sweet. You it's know? nice, to be fair. It's very sweet. You kind of like, oh, wow, this person, like, actually gave a shit to, like, message something, like, no matter how generic yeah, or, like, how personalized, fair. whatever it is. That's fair. Okay. And, like, I'm a bit of a Grinch. Yeah. So, I'm so a it's a birthday Grinch. But it's, it's, it's kind of just like, if you are that person, you are giving that little nugget of positivity out there, which is, you know, a lot more than most things on the internet. That's a good point. Okay, I retract <laughs> what I said. I love you, person. That's good. I'm convinced, yeah. It's, it's, I guess it's just so foreign from what I would do. Because I, I 100% know, like, and, and just from the last 24 hours, experienced mm-hmm. getting spoken to by people that I just never hear from mm-hmm. other than this time of the year. And, like... It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's kinda just like, <laughs> in a selfish way, it's like a friend you don't have to care about. Oh, like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a relationship you don't have to invest in, right? Except for like on each other's birthdays. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, just but kind th- of like an annual check-in, you know? Sure. Like, oh, you've got like three kids now. Holy shit! Bye. <laughs> I had that relationship for a long time with my ex. It's the same thing where you'd scroll through, you'd just be like, "Happy birthday, happy birthday, how are you?" Blah 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 for like years. And I think we kind of stopped recently. Right. But yeah. Oh, but anyway, uh, I think also as you get older, birthdays just become less. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, but yeah, it's your thirtieth, man. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah, we've been building up to it for a while, but now that it's here, it's no big deal, right? Not to say no big deal. It's just that I think it it occurred to me early enough that I was able to do things about it. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I think one of the biggest things changes to your life. Not really (laughs) big changes, but I think one of the things that gives people like. Like, like you know, insert quarter life crisis or midlife crisis or whatever life crisis is when they feel like they are not living up to some kind of potential, or mm. if they feel like they have uh, missed out on some kind of like big train that yes. that passed them by or something. Um, and I, I, I was getting that feeling occurring to me like I, I'd say late last year, early this year, when when like I knew I was going to be turning thirty in twenty twenty one, and I guess. Like the same way how like when you start thinking about dieting and like <laughs> like start thinking about eating healthy, like you're subconsciously just gonna start doing it yeah, over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think the similar thing happened where I just subconsciously started like trying to really make things happen in life. That's good. Um, with the studio, especially, and like uh, opening up to like a larger music community and trying to add value to that. Like, I feel like I have a f- couple of years more of purpose left in me. That's great. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Woo, you know need, like a couple, a couple years more years. of purpose that I don't need to actively generate an- myself anymore because, right. like, I have injected myself into a uh, uh, a situation where I can contribute and be helpful and be useful and add to a larger whole. Um and isn't that what we're all searching for, like, despite age? Like, we're all just looking for some kind of purpose. Yeah. John Mayer recently made a post about that on Instagram. Yeah? Because he just came up with a new album. He was talking about... Saw Brock. Yeah, Saw Brock. I just scrolled through his account. Uh, he goes... Uh, this is John Mayer. He goes, I've been making music for a while now. I've had my rocket ride years, my figure-it-out years, and most recently years of having settled into myself and proudly passing the love of music on to others. Yeah. That's, and there's more to it, but... Yeah, remind me what you said just now reminded me of that. So mm-hmm. you and John Mayer, same Z's. Well, except you know he 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 he, he he's John Mayer. <laughs> yeah, you do have better hair. <laughs> and he did like all of the things before like doing like this current coasting situation that he's doing. That <laughs> even even at his level for him, like coasting is still pretty. Yeah, it's still it's coasting at a pretty coasting. high level. Yeah. Um, but I can only I can only dream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, man! Thank you. Yeah, and just yeah to follow up with that whole birth, like you told us that story about how you like, uh, like yeah, like eased your way into the bathroom. I think people were being there, so we took advantage of that, and you got a ridiculous package arrived at the the apartment the other day, and we just we figured naturally let's put it in your bathroom. Yes. So what was that like when you walked into your bathroom and saw? About what three dozen balloons? Alarming, alarming amount of balloons. <laughs> also, I'm looking over your shoulder now. I'm like, okay, I've seen balloons inside of balloons before, but I never really stopped and thought about it. How do they get the balloons inside the balloon? Same way they get ships in bottles. I don't know how to do that either. With chopsticks. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you got some swag this year. Um. Some good stuff. Yeah. I. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 always interesting, like what comes through the mail. For sure. <laughs> if anything, I'm just thinking more about like these PR companies, because like you know, a significant amount of these things are from like PR companies that are swag, swag, uh, swag. Yeah, you know, and like it just makes me think, like, what do these PR companies look like? Like, what do the offices look like? They're just like sh- full of stuff? shelves of stuff. You think so? I don't know. Like I press think, packages alone, it's always like a whole thing. Yeah, I know? just I, I just imagine how that's one person's job, like to be like, all right, let's get some. Yeah, stuff. to essentially like create continuous swag bags. Yeah, hit and miss swag bags, that you know. I mean, some of them are very thoughtful. Like you got a basket of ingredients, and uh, hopefully they know that pe- people send it know you love to cook. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, that's from my management team. That yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah. But like seriously, this Lazada thing, if it is a joke, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that it's a joke. It, it's pretty great. It's it's wonderful. Let's put it up. I really don't Let's think it was a joke. I think it, I think it was a very sincere gift, and I feel the sincerity, uh, the same way how like my dad gifting me with wallpaper of myself. Was... Same thing. He probably heard that story. They probably heard that story. <laughs> and they're like, this is hilarious. Let us do the same thing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was like, I guess I can speak about it candidly. Like, no one really listens to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like this this, this lasagna campaign. <laughs> I spoke about it a few weeks ago cryptically on the yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. and like you know, the experience was actually quite like yeah, it was it was it was it was pretty smooth, yeah. And 
Like I think you were quite worried about it, about feeling like a sellout and stuff. But I'm sure it's painless, right? I was more just afraid that the ad was going to come out real oh, cheesy. Cringy. Because, like, yeah. you know, like technically, if you're going to talk about sellout, if you do any ad, really, it's a, it's like a quote unquote sellout, right? But it's more about like like this. How's the ad going to look? I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and just I'm worried worried that it's going to do our relationship because I'm a shoppy guy and you're a Lazada guy. Oh, you're. Sh- oh yeah, you. Sh- I did a uh, shoppy ad a while back. <laughs> you shield for shoppy. Oh my god, it's Proudly gonna be, we're going to have like some kind of cross brand yeah. feud. Yeah, they look weirdly similar. I took photos of both, so yeah. Weird. What if like they find out right and then they pit us against <gasps> each other? Yeah, I think you'll win. Some kind of like Mac versus PC. Hi. PC. Hi, ad. I'm a Lazada. I'm a Shopee. <laughs> Honestly, I use Lazada more. That's right. Come at me, Shopee. I and I don't think this is Andy. like bashing the company or anything, but like I am almost like alarmed by how easy getting something on those on those apps. Yeah, are. Both of them are great. They just I want this. Press a couple buttons and there it is. No, but like the thing is, like I don't know when it changed because okay, it's no, it's no. I, I've I've spoken about this before in the podcast, but I I I rarely online shop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's nothing against online marketplaces. I'm just very much like a, I need to feel it. I need to see it. I need to like be near the object and then purchase it. Um, yeah. So like I don't online shop very often, and I don't know when I missed the transition point. But it used to be that I had to click like f- six, seven buttons oh, to yeah, get what no. I wanted. Now it's like I click two. Yeah. And then it just happens. Yep. Whoever thought that is a genius. <laughs> whoever thought of that, whoever brought it down from six to two clicks, it was made just money, like, how, so much how money. did it streamline so quickly? And like, I think storing stuff on your phone. Slightly concerned as well. But I guess, you know, you just face ID and all of that. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's more just like, gosh, dang. Impulse like, I buying. had to, it, it lends to impulse buying a lot, but also just like, it just shocked me how easy it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I think it's great. It's, it's I great. think it. I think it's great. I think it's great in terms of accessibility. The yep. only thing that I, I I would want to like, for lack of a better word, preach, would be like you know just consumer responsibility. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Consumer responsibility because it's always like companies like companies are always going to want to like sell more stuff, right? Sure. That's just kind of how like a business works. That's if you're a business, yes. you want to sell things. But uh, so like it's it's like. The only thing I'd like to push is just like consumer responsibility. Get right. what you need. Right. Get yourself some some something nice, something nice, and something that you need. Um, and watch that hoarding. Fair. I say as I'm sitting in a room full of random <laughs> ass shit that like I need to be super conscious and wary about as well. I'm gonna be moving into my own space soon, and I want to be really like careful to yeah, not hoard just objects. Just marry condo that shit before you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, marry condo before or after. Before, after, before, before. Seasonally, no, like Mary Kondo into your shopping, uh, into your boxes and suitcases and stuff. I guess. Right. Yeah, it's exciting. I could use a Mary Kondoing. It's been a while. <sighs> I just think it's so easy to hoard nowadays. Mm-hmm. Sure. That like, like look, look at this fuzzy box that I got from a PR package thing. What the hell I'm, is I'm that? I'm showing John a, a a box covered in fuzz. Um. I have no use for it. It looks like Sully if he got... You know. I have no use for this fuzzy box, mm-hmm. except for the fact that it's fuzzy and a box. Why have I kept things? it? Why have I kept it? Because it feels weird to throw this away. Sure. <laughs> I feel that. You know? like it Why feels. You use it? Put some stuff in there. Yeah, like, I guess. But oh, I've, I've, been, I've been using it as like a... Like a stand? <laughs> like a thing to make things higher? Like, like a computer? Things up. Yeah, but... 
Like, it's starting to shed. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, which is not fantastic. It's lived its life cycle. But it's just like... Mary Conduit, does it give you joy? It doesn't give you joy, man. I mean, it sparks something. It sparks... It sparks... um, Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I guess. Anyway, what have you been up to this Uh, I got my jab. You got your second jab. I did. Congratulations. In 10 days, I'll be fully vaccinated, I guess it is. Or whatever it is. It's only been two days, huh? Yeah. How are you feeling 48 hours later? 48 hours later, I am like totally fine. Mm -hmm. But yesterday was rough. Mm -hmm. It didn't even start out rough. Then it became rough. What was the worst of it? Okay, so okay, I got my injection at 1 p.m. 3 a.m. that night or the next morning, whatever. I like woke up because I was shivering. <laughs> it was weird. I'd never felt that before. Yeah. And my stupid girlfriend, I go, she, I, 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 I'm shivering so much. She wakes up. She goes, "Are you okay?" And I go, "I got chills." And she goes, "It's multiplying." And then she goes to bed. And I said, "Fuck you." <laughs> uh, then I woke up the next day. I felt a little groggy. I felt a little bit achy, but not so bad. I was like, oh, "Okay, maybe I'll be one of the few that's like totally fine." Right. And I don't know when it happened, but eventually, I was like, "Oh shit, I am so sore. I'm so tired. Right. I felt like a zombie because every time I moved, I was like, Ugh. right, <laughs> right." Uh, and then watched a bunch of movies, laid in bed. Did you check your temperature at all uh, during this time? No, I never felt like I was running a temperature, so I never had to. Yeah, see, that's like the the fascinating thing because like every feeling that I got within the first 48 hours was like a fever. This yeah. is a fever. This is like textbook fever shit, but no temperature. Yeah, that's what they... Actually, before I left uh, the vaccination site, they were like, if you have a temperature at all, go to a doctor. I'm like, oh, that's pretty bad. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I felt fine. Right, right, right. <sighs> Um, and yeah, I woke up today and I felt like boink, like a, like back to normal completely. Though I haven't tried any exercising or cycling or anything. Yeah, that's like the the the, the slightly rough part for yeah, me. Yeah, that's what it's, you told me. I was like, what the hell? So for me, yeah, it's been a week out. Mm-hmm. It's been a week out, um, and I have been cycling for just commuting. You know, because I don't I don't really do like the yeah, whole yeah, yeah. like for or suit cycling thing. Um, I've, so you know, nothing too intense. Just cycling from point A to point B. Um, from day th- th- through uh, four onwards, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, I, f- I was fairly careful, um, and yeah, I find myself like getting out of breath, mm. like my heart rate goes a bit faster. Mm. Um, it's not as bad now. I just had a a, a a cycle just now, and it wasn't as like my heart wasn't going as nuts as it was well, that's good. three days ago, but um. Interesting. Well, aside from that, when did you feel like not so fevery? Did were you still feeling pretty shit on the second day? Yeah, mine okay. was a good forty-eight and some change. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder like if things only back. got better on the third day onwards. Okay. Yeah. I just wonder if it'll come back because it's weird. I, I was like feeling so terrible yesterday, and then I woke up today. I was like, oh no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I I doubt it's gonna come back <laughs> yeah, unless you actually fall sick from something else. Um but yay! Congratulations. Yeah. Let's go because now the government's saying that like, oh, if you get vaccinated, stuff, some stuff might happen. Then again, I'm hearing all this stuff about oh, vaccinations do nothing against Delta. Real Delta's a real fucking boss fight. Well, mm-hmm. but the thing is, like, fucking hasn't Delta. it been deterred? It's not that it doesn't do anything against Delta. It still prevents you from dying from COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're still gonna get COVID. Like, like chances that you get the Delta variant with the vaccination, it's not impossible. It's going. It might happen. But the chances of you dying from it, yeah, it really, it really lessens severe reactions to it. But I don't know. It depends on which which country you you look at the data. I, yeah. I think the one that comes to mind right now is like the UK. Yep. Like I think it's something like if you die from COVID as well as uh, having a vaccine, 
you're in a very very select percentage yeah, of yeah, people. Yeah. But but yeah. I mean I guess I guess I don't know maybe I was ignorant about it, but I thought it was gonna you know help with transmissions as well. Right. Because like oh if we stop transmissions with the, if the vaccine stops transmissions, we can basically at least in Singapore within our borders go back to normal life. It would seem. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's not so great. So we'll see. And again. You know, me and Nathan, we're not experts, so but we still think go get vaccinated. Obviously, obviously, fuck. I do want to ask a, a question though, because um, in Singapore they have been uh, starting to talk about the future of yep. of of the vaccination and the rules and Travel. all of these things, and they're starting to talk about how, like, essentially, if you're not vaccinated, you can't dine out. You can't go to events. Mm-hmm. Like essentially, you can't go to anything mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're not vaccinated. I'm curious how you feel about this because, in a way, what's happening here is you're essentially stripping people of their free will of being able to choose whether to get the vaccine or not. And I'm curious what you feel about it. Oh, I feel like it's totally fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I mean, I don't quite view it that way. It's like, it's pretty. It's pretty clear cut of like if you don't get this you can't function as like a human being mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. country okay now okay that's assuming that's assuming unless there's a medical uh, reason for yeah, why and, 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 and blah 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 medical reason all that but come on realistically that's a very small percentage of the wider whole yeah i'm like okay if you are going to be like i don't want to get like what are people's reasons for not getting vaccines yeah. i'm sure there's some people who are like or like i mean have to, again like i said like they have practical reasons like you know they can't get it but most people are like oh i'm scared or like oh, yeah but, but to, essentially or, like but that essentially or some shit yeah but essentially that is still their choice it's their mm-hmm. free will like don't get me wrong i'm very much like get the vaccine be responsible all of that but like also i don't know if it's it's like a it's a good precedent that like that you have to get it that you don't have a choice to just well, be no, a stubborn asshole and say I don't want it no, because no, no, no. I don't trust it. No, that's the thing. It's a perfect gray area. It's not. It's, it's a perfect balance because it's not like if the government was like we're coming to your house and we're gonna fucking inject all of you. Yeah, I would be against that. Yeah, but if they're like okay, don't get inject, don't get the vaccine, but if you don't, this this is you cannot participate in society. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah. You essentially become like a second class citizen. Yes, like that's you, because like it's 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 but it's just for the safety. It's like some minority report shit that's happening. Like no, there's there, there's some kind because like there is no way to determine whether or not this person is going to eventually become a a super spreader. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is some kind of like precognition, like some precog shit happening here. Of like this person is not a second know. class citizen. You can't you can't you can't have the rights people have and all that. The the way I view it. Yeah, is like there's an I forgot where I picked this up, but there was someone's making an analogy with um, the vaccine and like uh, safety mm-hmm. and cars. Mm. Like the government mandates that you have to wear a seatbelt. Yeah, that's for the safety of everyone. Yeah, the government also says you have to obey the traffic laws and obey by traffic lights and driving the street and stuff like that. This yeah. and everyone's like, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you still have some assholes who are like, okay, I'm not going to buckle my seatbelt. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's putting danger to itself. But people who are like. Who choose to be unvaccinated are like people who drive drunk on purpose. You know I mean they're like, I know this is unsafe, but I just want to do this. This is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it. But that's based on the assumption that they know it's unsafe. Of course they do. I don't believe that's true. I think that's a very big sweeping blanket statement. From my knowledge of what, like, let's just call them, let's just use a blanket term of anti-vaxxers, anti-vaxxers for now. Sure. Their reasons for not taking it are the complete opposite. They believe it's not safe. They believe, 
and believe. And the word is the key word here is believe. Sure, sure, sure. They believe that it will do more harm than good. Right. They believe that it has unknown long-term side effects, which is you know to a certain extent true, and therefore that's enough reason for them to you know x for doubt. But cut what, it loose. But what would you want though? Like, and I, I, I don't agree with it. But I, I, but don't you kind of see where it's like, kind of, like it, it, it should be okay for you to think that way. Like, it's okay for you to be wrong. I, I know what you're <laughs> saying, and I usually do. Like my, my political, my own personal political philosophy is more to what you're saying. Yeah. But I still agree. It's just like there, there, yeah, feel that way. But there are consequences. They're just Here societal, are the consequences. societal rules that we all need to. Yeah. Uh, Right. It's okay. Then you yeah. can't dine out. Okay, good. I don't want to dine out with yeah. all these fucking vaccinated people. I'm going to eat at home. Fine. To be fair, most of me leans that way. It's just that I can't help but want to like really thought experiment. Yeah, you know, and, no, and, and it's like, worth it. And, and like think, you know, because like it's – I'm just imagining if I were an anti-vaxxer, I would feel real like, what the fuck? You know, if I truly, truly believed mm-hmm. that the vaccine was going to harm me and my family and now – my government is saying that, like, if unless I take it, I cannot participate in society. That's a very... Yeah, but society doesn't want you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I wouldn't want to hang out with someone who thought that way. And I'm quite happy that the government... And it's not just like, it's not just like oh, I don't like hanging out with you. You're weird. It's more like, I don't want to hang out with you. You're going to give me COVID. I guess it's also just, like, getting tougher to be completely on that side of the argument Mm. that you just mentioned when there have been lots of anecdotal evidence of the vaccine not quite working out there's also like proper like data evidence of like you know people getting uh put at risk or whatever no but that's like that's like like, but it's it's still the overwhelming evidence is that it's helping yeah you know what i mean yeah it's like sure 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 it's not perfect of course but then like what just don't get it like uh, and honestly i'm super ignorant i get <laughs> mm-hmm. of all the things to be ignorant about i'm okay with being ignorant about this but i'm ignorant about what people are saying what anti-vaxxers are saying their reasons for not wanting to get a vaccine other it's, than the big old mostly... government microchip Michael, bill gates shit. No, no, no 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 like that that's like if that was the crux of the argument then yeah there's no sympathy there right right, right. for myself personally because i don't buy into that whole of like evil cabal that's out to kill us Maybe in a few decades, not That's right now. That's what they want. Um, but majority of the people that are currently like anti, um, it's very genuine health concerns because mm-hmm. of stories that have been coming out, because of data that's been coming out that essentially say that, like, this vaccine. You know, I, see, I get very tentative to like talk about too much of that because I am hoping I'm not. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping I'm not like spreading misinformation or scaring anybody and like thinking the vaccine's going to kill you. No, we're both vaccinated. We both got the double jabs. Wow, You're, wow. I'm Team Moderna. Like, what's the most reasonable? Okay, if there was like the most reasonable anti-vaxxer you could find, what would they say for the reason? Okay, the most reasonable one for me is, and and the big conversation that's happening right now in Singapore is that a lot of elderly, a lot of senior citizens are, are not getting vaccinated. That's like a big talking point yeah, in this yeah, country yeah. right now. They're only at 60%. And like a huge percent. argument from the senior citizens and like what they're saying is that like a lot of senior citizens have had adverse reactions to the vaccine. Not like an overwhelming amount. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the exact numbers are, but you know how these things work. Yeah, like yeah, anecdotes yeah. can travel much further and yeah. much deeper than a statistic pie no, chart. Yeah. 
you know? Like, all they need to do is hear about someone's aunt's second cousin that uh, had cardiac arrest driving their car after, like seven hours after the vaccine. You know, like a very specific example is all they need to have the fear of God struck into sure, them. Sure, sure. And but it's understandable understandable. because I have heard enough of those stories to know that it's not like, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And then you bring into uh, consideration just how like gassy people here are, like how afraid of death people here are. It's a very reasonable stance to take to be fearful. Well, I think we need to spread more stories about how horrible COVID is then. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like ultimately, like I want to control Z, like the the sentiment yes. of what I said, not the content, but the sentiment of what I said, because it sounds like I'm saying don't take the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I want to be very clear. It's more like I understand the fear. Yeah, I understand the fear. I just don't know if like maybe what I'm trying to say, and I'm like fleshing it out right now, is that I don't know if the conversation is being had in the right way. It almost seems like people are like kind of how the attitude that you've taken in, in the past ten minutes being really angry and victimizing these people who That's are fair. genuinely fearful for That's their fair. lives. And I think you know? they need to, I guess there needs to be more. But I mean, like, I don't know. Because, I mean, I guess the majority, I would say, safe to say, that the majority of people, you know, are more like us or me. Right? They're just like, oh, yeah, of course I'll take the vaccine. No problem. Let's go. Let's go. Give me the vaccine yesterday. Yeah. And I guess when the when that happened, when the, when the majority of people feel that way, the government or whatever kind of body thinks they're just like, okay, I don't have to put too much effort into convincing them. Great. But then, yeah, maybe a little bit more effort needs to take place yeah. to convince the people who don't quite feel that way, I guess. But I'm sure – I know it's out there. Yeah. I know that they're doing their best to kind of convince them. I know yeah. they've made it easy, but it's not the same as convincing them. They're like, oh, if you're over 60, you can just walk in anywhere and get it. No problem. I guess it's harder to be truly scared of something that you haven't experienced yourself. Mm. Like, I'm assuming that a lot of the people who are hesitant didn't actually ever have COVID. So maybe – and this is a big maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe their thinking is that like it's just fuck like you know like I, I'm not gonna get COVID so fuck it you know but I'm going to get this vaccine if I choose to go get it mm-hmm. and then like in their heads they know that's going to mess them up in their heads yeah I guess in their so. heads they know that's gonna mess them up because of all the stories that they've read whereas for COVID even though they know it's out there they've avoided it for the last one and three yeah. quarter years but it is a lot of mental gymnastics right where it's like oh. If I don't get this, I might get COVID. I probably, I yeah, might not. Yeah, but belief is a very, I know, right? Belief but my point is, is a shaky thing anyway. The, the, yeah. They'll be like, okay, so I might not, I might get COVID. I might get die from it. But then, yeah, like you said, I will definitely get this COVID vaccine and I might die from it. It's like, hmm. I th- there's one is, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. you it, know, it's a conversation I, I, we're yeah, having. But I, I just think the conversation is not being had in the right way. Like, from a lot sure. of the social media things that I've seen so far, it really feels like a weird, like, scarlet letter if you're not vaccinated. Like, they're, like you're some kind of, like, Machiavellian, like, you want the world to end kind of situation. And, like, you know, are there some people that are like that? Oh, maybe. Maybe. But I'm almost positive that most of these people are just genuinely worried and fearful especially the older population because i've heard enough stories that like if i were an older person i might be a little bit afraid but you as know well what the thing is what doesn't j- quite jive with me then is that th- the picture you're painting of that person how come they're not thinking oh i might get covid why is it like like they hear stories because of what i just said just now like mm. they have avoided covid for the last year and three quarters mm-hmm. but they're going to get this vaccine yeah you know i guess so, so like you know, like in their, I'm assuming a lot of things in in, in in a very short span of time, but in their minds, it's like, I'm an expert at avoiding COVID. 
I have been educated enough and like I know enough about COVID to know how to avoid it. I wear my mask, I sanitize my hands, I wash my hands, I, I take a shower when I get back home. And to them, that's all the protection that they need. But if they get the vaccine, like they're, to them, like in their perception, that's welcoming it in yeah. like full on, whatever, equi- whatever the perceived consequences are. So I understand the fear. Yeah, it's the equivalent of like dropping your guard of like going outside without a mask or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I guess also my same thing is like, don't you want to go back to life how it was before? Where, yeah, like know? that's that's like the main thing, right? It's more of just like, how do you, because yeah, like how do you have this conversation in a way that like, doesn't shame them that doesn't make them feel like they're like a menace to society Mm -hmm. but rather just like um you know we get it it's fucking scary it's also these people exist i'm sure like you said yeah but the loud ones are the ones that are like conspiracy theorists and stuff like stuff that you'll never be able to convince anyway um i don't know has there also been i I haven't really seen many people who'd be like hey please change my mind i this is my fears about getting the covid vaccine can someone talk to me and help me i haven't seen any of that and I'm always looking, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Sorry, I just burped. I'm pretty. Sh- one. I'm pretty oh, sure those conversations happen like outside of the internet. Mm. Um, but I mean, I've had those conversations with my, with my parents. Sure. Like there was a compromise of like, all right, Sinovac it is, and then Sinovac was no longer like like seen as like an approved vaccine in this yes. country, which is a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, you know, like I'm sure these conversations are happening on like a more personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if there's one takeaway from this short little like dialogue is, you know, to if you know someone and care for them and they are of the no vaccination tribe, like hopefully this conversation encourages you to like, you know, have a conversation with them. Yeah. Have a conversation with them in like a, in like a more loving way, in a way that isn't just like, why are you like that? You know, why do you have to be such a give up on motherfucker? You know, like it's, it's dad. (laughs) It's, it's like, nobody is out to like destroy society actively, you know, okay. Not nobody. Mm -hmm. Very few. I was going to say that's also like most people are not actively out to destroy society. Most people are just like, they they're worried for themselves and their immediate loved ones and it's a valid concern yeah. um it's just maybe it's a concern that could use a little bit more informing yeah um because it's very easy it's it, it's like the equivalent of like oh shit my right toe is itchy search web nd what is happening oh my god i have leprosy <laughs> you know that it's it's that kind of yeah. thing where you can kind of drive yourself insane by following a single thread but if you just open your mind up to like a few more opinions and a few more like experts telling you other things maybe like your 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 the birth of knowledge increases a little bit more and like the fear is uh quelled fair enough yeah yeah um what is something else i want to bring up to you Mm -hmm. or bring up on the podcast did you so i had nathan read this little thing uh before we started recording just now it's a piece that was in the straits times of all places uh it's an article written by this i think he's like a what is he, Nathan? <laughs> um, he is a... He's not a full-time journalist, right? He's a... Well, it says here he's a film correspondent. That's right. So if he does, he writes for film. But anyway, uh, I'm And not it also says thing. here that he is writing under like a, a persona. Yes. So the idea is that he was... There was a guy written... He was writing an, uh, an opinion piece based off of uh, a persona he created about a K, of a KTV bro. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I'm not going to read the whole content right now. But in a nutshell, it's like he's saying that like... 
uh, for he starts off by saying, "Okay, we apologize on behalf of us straight men," but then he's like, "Please stop demonizing men and let's start looking at the real victim, the real uh, villains, which is women." And then it goes on to be like a you know like a eh, what a thousand word uh, uh, satirical allegedly mm-hmm. piece with a very strong misogynistic bend. And I was just curious what you thought about it, Nathan. We'll share it, of course, of course, in the in the show notes. Um, if you haven't read it yet, I don't really understand what the point is. Yeah, <laughs> I I think what he's trying to do is to point out how stupid misogyny is, but he does it so poorly. Like it's it's satire. It's satire. That's it's not funny. Yeah, I didn't crack a chuckle once, and it's almost like it's too. It's not extreme enough. So it just comes across as like, yeah, there are people. It who feels like a, just saying. a genuine view. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure, but also because like, um, I thought everyone was kind of on the same page, and we understood that the current situation that our country is in is not because of the KTV cluster. Yeah, it's, I mean that's part of it too. I, I, he didn't mention of, it's it here. because of the fishery. Did he port. mention that here? It, we, we, there was a there was a cluster in like the fishing port Jurong fish market. that spread out to wet markets and food centers, and that's the reason why they shut things down. Not because of the KTV cluster. That was a very concentrated cluster that apparently was under control. Yeah, uh, but I, I just wondered because I've I've sensed a pattern of this happening quite often, right? Where be it like advertisement or anything. Uh, Singaporean writers seem to go for humor with a little bit of edge, but it ends up being not humorous. Therefore, it's just edge. Therefore, it's just annoying. Because the backlash at this has been pretty bad, pretty quick. Oh, yeah? People are just like, this is just misogyny. Like, it's not funny. Even if it's meant in jest, it's not funny. It's just... Well, I mean, the last line of the article says, this column is a work of humorous satire. Yeah, and a lot of people... intended. And a lot of people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. regardless. (laughs) (laughs) I still feel offended. Yeah, like, it's just... I guess like your caveat doesn't matter when like your material shit. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Is it, so my question is: Is it bad because it's poorly written, or is the concept bad? Because I, I, mean, I think maybe something like this requires like a voice. Yeah, you know, something like this requires a voice. It requires like and you you need to shoot it in a certain angle. The wardrobe needs to have intention to it. Yeah. The lighting needs to be a certain way to like you know really establish that this is satire and not a genuine opinion. But what's interesting is that a lot of people are like going, I get that it's satire. I still find it offensive. So that's something I find interesting as well. Right. Because, okay, when I read it, I didn't realize it was satire at first. I got well, about I mean, halfway that's through. Well, I mean, that's all the time, like, oh, right? Okay, that's, yeah. Taylor's all the time of like, you, like, this joke offended me. But what do you feel about that notion? Because like, if it's meant to be satirical, aren't you supposed to view it from a different way? And but kind of jokes like, offend people all the time. So it's kind of like par for the course, no? Yeah, but not all jokes are satirical. Some jokes are just offensive, right? Like, that's the point. Like, you know, like, whoops. Oop. But I think uh, it's more of just like, it feels like the same vein of like, you know, this was a thing that had an intention of this, but I don't care because I read it through my own lens. Mm. Right? That's what a joke is, right? Like, the joke never has an intention of like outwardly harming somebody or like, you know, like maybe it's uninformed in its conception, but the intention of jokes is never to outwardly truly harm somebody. But if, you you couldn't tell that from reading Twitter because some people genuinely feel as if some jokes have like are outwardly out to harm people, right? Right, because of like a lack of context or understanding or whatever it is. So how do you go about this the right way? Because I think using satire just to point don't out, fucking try to be funny on straight's times. Right, I guess that's like the point, it right? just There's doesn't work out because it's not free press. For, first of all, yeah. So like everything that you see on the straight's times comes with like a whole bag of salt. Right, like it needs to come with like 
you know, a fucking horse's salt lick, really. <laughs> because, like, it's, you know, everything on it is, it, it's it's state-owned media. And because of that, it cannot be just taken as, I don't know how to put it. But it's just that it, it doesn't have the legitimacy it needs to be, like, a true news agency. Therefore, don't take anything you see out of there that seriously. Right. You know? Like, what's that old meme phrase like you know uh the straits time is useful for many things um like cleaning your windows uh (laughs) rabbit poop don't try but don't rely on it for the news (laughs) but i mean so then is this if that's what people think then shouldn't this be okay almost like no no, but like most but a lot of people still hold on to this idea that straits times is because it's It's, it's, not the prevailing because it is the own it is the prevailing news source and it is like because of a lack of choice, I guess, like the biggest newspaper in Singapore, um, uh, and the noisiest, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. just in terms of like the audience that it has, um, you know, while people understand that it's not like a legitimate newspaper, like that doesn't stop them from. But is, is the concern then that people are going to accountable? But is that is the concern then that people are going to think that this is not satire? I don't know what the concern is. I don't even know what the hell to describe that thing as. Yeah, it's isn't just, it weird? Like it's it's, it's just not like if I read this, I'm not even offended by the content. I'm more offended by its existence. Yeah, exactly. Like the, what is being said is kind of like okay, whatever. Like it's just like oh, ooh, edgy, bro. Yeah, you know, okay. I but mean, it's it's more like it's just its existence offends me more than its content. Yeah, and which is, I don't I think, think that uh, was the intention. Again, is a pattern I'm thinking. This this reminds me of like the the fucking without the nasty thing. The, the what is it? Rundung without the uh, nasi padang without the nasty. Yeah. It seems like that. It's just it's just like a con- recurring like just not really well thought out thing. Yeah, and it's weird. I don't know, man. I think as long as your newspaper has like enough red tape to prevent like you know actual stories from being. I'm not saying that every news story on Straight Times is fake. I'm just saying that they are unable to report on some things. Mm. It's very clear. Mm-hmm. It's very clear when, like, they just kind of stop asking questions <laughs> and, like, where, like, the lines, are, like, start and end. And because of that, you just can't take anything seriously, you know, from a paper like that. Like, even if it's apparently supposed to be this, like, sharp-witted satire. like Alleged. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. It's 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 noise. It's noise and it makes the world go around, gets them clicks. Eventually, I guess John Louis did his job. Yeah, I mean people are talking, so I guess that's Yeah, he did thing. his job. They got traffic. They hit their quota their for quota the day, for the their day. outrage quota for the day, so. But at the same time too, I don't know, maybe you can ch- tell me. I don't know when like something like this was posted as well that gets this kind of like attention. What do you mean? You know I mean this kind of like satirical dig, at, poorly written as it is. But I don't know. I don't know. I've never known the Straits Times to po- post satire like this, to allow satire like this. Me neither. I'm also not a very avid Straits Times reader, so <laughs> I can't To say be fair. Very much. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I thought I brought up an interesting conversation. What do you guys think? Let us know on our Instagrams. You can find uh, the uh, link to the article in the show notes. Uh, anything to recommend, Nathan? Because I've been sick for a couple days. i got some stuff to recommend. Um, I don't know, man. It's been a pretty whirlwind busy day. Oh. Like, I mean, busy week. So I didn't really, like, consume a lot of content. Fair enough. Um, let me think, let me think, let me think. There has to be something that I saw. Um, 
No. Okay. <laughs> Thank good. I got two for. I got two for. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Oh, I did. For it, I, did I did watch one movie. Uh, it's a movie called No Sudden Move. Oh. Um, it's by Steven Soderbergh. Yep, 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 yep. And it has a amazing, amazing cast, like stacked cast. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but more than anything, I was more fascinated by like how they told the story, and what the story was eventually about. Because it's one of these movies that, like, you know, it just kind of, especially if you go in without knowing much about it, mm-hmm. it's one of those movies that just kind of unfolds. Like, the story unfolds very deliberately in a way that you have no idea what's happening except for what's going on in that very moment. Interesting. Tell us about it. You know? So. It, it, it's essentially a mystery. So, like, right. they don't give you everything up front. Like, it's one of those movies that you just kind of, like, it's like a puzzle box that you slowly open as the scenes go on. Nice. And. This is like a light spoiler, but I don't think it affects the plot too much. For like, I don't think it affects your enjoyment of the movie. But the movie ended up being about a very specific time in Detroit history where the big three were... Uh, the big three motor companies were based in Detroit right, right Ford, before the Chevy, big boom. Ford, Chevy, GMC, Ford, Chevy, and Studebaker, I think. Studi- okay. Oh, like in the 50s? Yeah. Okay, okay. And this is a story that the movie was based on that I later did some research and it's a very, very underreported story. Mm-hmm. But back in the late 50s all the way to like the late 60s, those major auto companies had like a bit of like an Illuminati agreement essentially mm-hmm. to withhold the patent to the catalytic converter. The catalytic converter, which, what does that do? The catalytic converter is a part of the car Um that essentially converts the bad stuff into like less bad stuff. Like that's a real. That's a real like simple explanation. Right, but right, it essentially right. like converts like you know it, it's a it's a catalytic converter. Okay, I don't know how to. Okay. It, 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 co- it converts catalytics. It <laughs> it makes environment less bad. It okay, makes okay. the emissions less harmful. And you. in a time where um, there was a huge smog problems in the late fifties and early sixties because of, uh, of like people just didn't give a shit about the environment then mm-hmm. and industrial boom was happening. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the big three motor companies had like a secret agreement to withhold the patent of the catalytic converter and unless everyone agreed to do it, they're not going to do it. Hmm. And being the leaders of the industry, they kind of dictated the pace on it. What's this movie called again? No Sudden Move. It's interesting. Okay, yeah, keep but, going. But what I'm talking about now, the movie is barely about that. It's okay. just that an element of the movie is 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 based upon that. And it kind of... And then, like, it's hard to describe. But time and setting-wise, this was when the movie was set. Mm. And it was just this fascinating historical story that I had no idea was a thing that happened. Essentially, like, that Illuminati conspiracy that people always talk about, it it, it happens. No, no, it doesn't case. happen. It happens. Happens. It happens very much. And this was just an example of it. That's why you shouldn't take vaccines. That for some... Oh, man. It's not even start. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> but like what what was even more surprising was that this was a story that I couldn't find a lot about. Like it's very underreported and th- your best chance of finding out about the story is to google the phrase uh uh smog conspiracy. Okay. Yeah. Um because essentially like they had the power to decrease emissions off of all of their vehicles by installing this catalytic, catalytic converter they collectively chose to not do it because it would have increased production costs. And it's like that to this day? No, no, no. No, all cars 
it's mandatory yeah, for not cars to have, have a catalytic converter. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely mandatory ever since the late, I think, 68 or 69 or something. But before that, there was a conspiracy and there That's were lawsuits so filed against him and all of that. Yeah, when I always think, when I think about stuff like that, I always think about that one, uh, I don't know if it's a meme or a copy, but whatever. It's posted every once in a while to Reddit about how uh, back in the day, Volvo Inc. Uh, created the three point seatbelt mm-hmm. and they just gave away the pa- They didn't patent it. They were just like, everyone should do this. And then yeah. everyone did. So. Yeah. That's the opposite. That's that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also seat belts, those motherfuckers. Have you ever like like tugged at a seat belt and realized that it just doesn't move when you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it does it uh, to, yeah, that's how it saves your life. Yeah, like you have to do it like <laughs> calmly, right? Yeah. But here's the thing, if you've been in a major car accident, when you have to undo your seat belt, you don't do it calmly. Yeah. <laughs> you do it in a panicked like I'm dying. Oh, you talking about after the accident happens? Yeah, yeah, but it's meant to like keep you in place when the accident happens to keep you from flying out of the car and stuff, you know? Yeah, I guess. But what if the car's gonna explode? Yeah, I know. But then, like, take a breath, calm down. <laughs> and again, it's like it's the, that's the same. That's the same fucking vaccine talk we're talking about. <laughs> it's like I shouldn't wear seatbelt because what if I get into an accident that I gotta it's gonna blow? No, it's like yeah. Yeah, well, I can speak to this experience because it literally yeah, happened, it happened to me where, like, I was in a horrific car accident. Yes, car that I was in completely smashed in. I smelled smoke oh, and God. fire. I smelled. I smelled it. I smelled just immediate charring and like the smell of things burning. Right. And I tried to get out, and I'm panicking because in my head, the moment that happens, car goes boom, boom. <laughs> because yes. of movies. And I'm tugging at the seat, but and it won't come off. Oh, okay, that's pretty scary. And like I'm just panicking, panicking, panicking. And like you know when you, I I I wish I was like better under pressure, but I'm just not. Like straight up, <laughs> I'm just not great under pressure. I did not then calm down and undo the seatbelt. I didn't calm down at all. The, when the seatbelt couldn't come out, I just, the panic increased. Yep. And the alarm increased. And like the rate in which I was tugging it increased. And it just kept staying on. And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to die like this. So I just did like a snake slither. Like Wait, let just me ask underneath. Did you click the thing? What? Did you click? You keep saying you pulled it. Did you press the button? Yeah, I pressed the button. And the button, to be fair, I believe something did go wrong with this car. Because yeah. the button would just go down, but the thing wouldn't come out. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to pull it. I'm going to, like, pull it loose and then slip out. But then I kept tugging at it, and then it was like, okay, and it, it couldn't move. You left that important part. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. It took me a while for a second. Then I was like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, no, the, the, button, the, button, the button wasn't working either. Right. But that could have also just been me panic pushing it <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, like, just not doing it right okay. in any way. And then how long after you got out did the car explode? It didn't explode. Then I guess it's fine, Nathan. <laughs> seatbelts work great. <laughs> Use your seatbelts. <laughs> the car did not explode. Um, scientifically, it's the, the likelihood of a car exploding is very low um, because it's not like a pressurized gas tank. Yes. It's literally just gasoline in a tank sloshing around. Yeah. And that something like that, just scientifically, it won't explode. That's it will catch fire. Things. It'll catch fire, yeah. it'll burn, it will not explode. Yeah, that's one of those things that, again, 80s movies kind of like fuck Un- us up on. Unless... You are in the Fast and Furious, and your car has like a canister of Nas. Yes. Yeah, that, that will really explode. Fuck you up, for that sure. will. Ex- if you had some Nas, that would explode. Yeah. But you know, I was in a friend's car. I didn't know he didn't have Nas. He, he totally <laughs> could have, because he lives his life a quarter mile at a time. Exactly. When did they say that? When no? When did he stop living his life a quarter mile at a time? Is it when he had a kid? I think, like, after his girlfriend died, like the third time. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go a half mile at a time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have no idea. There was definitely a moment when Dom Pareto stopped living life a quarter mile at a time. I don't know. Fast and Furious, the Fast and Furious franchise to me is like movies that I cannot miss, but also movies that I will never remember. Like, I have seen every movie in that franchise. You asked me to describe a single one. Mm-hmm. I, I can't really do it. I can, like, very vaguely describe, like, every major set piece. Mm-hmm. But, like, I have no recollection of what the story is, what the through line is, what yeah. the characters' relationships are. Yeah. But my eyes are just glued to the screen. I just have to watch every iteration of, like, that nightmare. It's a blessing. Yeah. I don't even say it's a curse. It's just a blessing. <laughs> Man. So you recommend that movie? Sounds interesting. I'll check it oh, out. Oh yeah, and fun fact: The Rock uh, uh, said in is some it press, not, is it no sudden moves? No, no. The oh. Rock recently announced in some press that he's never going to be in a Fast and Furious movie well, yeah. again. Never. Ex- yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Which is fucked up because all the good ones have him in it, right? Except for the most recent one, arguably. No, the recent one I would say was not as good as the previous yeah, one that the Rock was in. It wasn't was in. as good. Yeah. yeah. Then again, I tried to watch Hobbit Shot and I just stopped. I just like it felt. It felt like I know this isn't like movie review time specifically, not for this movie, but like um, the, with Fast Nine, or I mean, sorry, F Nine, the Furious Saga. Yes. That's the official name of the movie. Fast in your sheep. I'm just playing the universe. <laughs> like, how Next the f- movie? Fast I want to know who is naming these and like why. Anyway, I want that job. Um. Like, with this last movie, there were just too many moments that felt too self-aware. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? And, like, I kind of loved how Fast and Furious was not that. It's very genuine. They're like, yeah. Because like like, every fucking, like, movie now feels like it's too self-aware of, like, the tropes of its genre. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything it does, like, you know, it needs to have, like, some kind of irony to it. Like, in every fucking Marvel movie for the last 12 years, every time someone does something that is genuinely superheroic, mm-hmm. like, the movie will call itself out and go, like, oh, it's a superhero pose. You know, <laughs> shit like that. It, that it's, it's so commonplace now that, like, it's nice to just, like, watch a genuine Schlocky piece of shit. Like Aquaman. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Like Aquaman. Like, come on. Aquaman. I have not watched it since. Have you watched it since you watched it? It's a better movie than people think. (laughs) (laughs) That's the hill Nathan Hartona will die on. (laughs) It's a better movie than people give it credit for. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it... It's... It's a movie that feels effortful. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, I know, like, like that's not necessarily the best thing because like people like always say, "Oh, this movie just felt effortless. It was so good." The, the Aquaman was like, it, it felt worked. very oh, effortful, let's make but this, like, oh yeah, let's, let's exactly get this camera down there. It very much every every scene of Aquaman just felt like just like Ugh. CG that hair, or make it look oh, like underwater. Everything. But like, I appreciate it because of it. I feel the effort. I feel like the. The, the 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 intensive labor that went into like this schlocky ass entertainment. Oh. That segues perfectly into my recommendations Ooh. because my the movie I watched it yes last night which right. was very purposeful very much hard work but it didn't feel that way like it just no it did feel that way it was like oh my god it looks so beautiful uh-huh. Man, I can't believe I haven't seen this before it's the Handmaiden have you heard of this by pa- Park Chan oh the Korean movie yeah have you seen it uh, with like the the weird sex and the violence dude this is one of those movies that I'm so glad I didn't know anything about right. Like just if have you seen it? I have not. Just seen, watch it. I've only seen like the first fifteen minutes, and then I was like, oh, it, I need to like be. You need to be ready for this movie. Yeah, because like when I when I if anything, you just need the time. It's two and a, two hours forty, I think it is. Yeah, cause exactly. It's an extended version. Because when I tried to first watch this movie, I believe it was like um, purely because I I was a fan of like Snowpiercer, a different director. 
Fuck no. What was I thinking? Old about? boy. Old boy. Yeah, Park Chan Wook. Did he do the host? That's that's Bo- Bong Joon Ho. Whoops. Racist. <laughs> Me. Um, but anyway, like I, I, I enjoyed Old Boy, mm-hmm. and then immediately after that, like I think like uh, Handmaiden had just come out. When did it come out? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, it had just come out, and I was like, ooh, I'm gonna watch it. Sit down, first fifteen minutes, got it. It's it. I I can't do this right now, and I just put it off. I will say for like the last five years. I will say that it does take a lot. It takes you need to be present for it. But the first 15 minutes is not indic- indicative of the whole movie that it is. Because in the first you 15 minutes... You need to be minutes, shivering in bed and incapacitated. No, at that time, I was still okay. Right. Um, okay, what kind of movie did it feel like when you were watching it? If you had to give like a genre. It felt like very noiry, like very slow and uh-huh. deliberately paced. And not that I... I love movies like that. It was just at the time, I was very much like not about that. It's not super like that, though. It starts out that way, but mm. if anything else, this movie goes through multiple genres in quite a nice way. Mm. If I had to describe it, it's like, it's like, dude, this movie is kind of perfect for you because it's like, it's like Rashomon meets Ocean's Eleven, right? Meets just old timey shit, meets old boy. It's fucking great. It's such a good movie. It's probably legit one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. I'm curious. Oh yeah, watch it, watch it. I'm kind of down to watch it again, actually. Mm-mm. Uh. Uh, it's amazing. It's so it's yeah, like we kind of like talking around this, but it's by Park Chan Wook. Park Chan Wook, the yeah. same director's old boy. Um, it's set in Korean, uh, sorry, Japan occupied Korea in the mm. 1940s, and it's based off of a book called Fing the Finger F- Finger the Fingerer the Fingersmith. Oh. oh, you don't know how funny that joke is. Um, but I, I honestly, this I don't do this very often, but I will just do what Nathan says. Go in not knowing anything and just watch it, yeah. listeners. It's fucking, it's really, really good. Yeah. Oh, I will say this. Don't watch it with your parents. Mm. It's very awkward. Is there but watch it. Okay. But just watch it. It's so good. But I have a second thing to recommend to you mm-hmm. that I'm even more excited to because I know you're going to love this. Right. Nathan, what if um, um, Breaking Bad was a sitcom? Would you be into that? I don't know. What if Breaking Bad? It was depends on it depends on like what what vein of sitcom yes. you're talking about here. You're okay. talking about like some Big Bang Theory nah, sitcom. Nah. It's not or? a full sitcom sitcom, but there's a show that it feels like if Breaking Bad was a sitcom, well, it had sitcom elements uh-huh. and was more blue collar uh-huh. and Australian. Right. There's a show that came on FX a couple years ago. It just finished up its third and final season called Mr. In Between. Nathan, I think you would really uh, like the show. Have you heard of it? Oh, I've seen the first uh, season. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and you weren't hooked? Breaking Bad, really? That's what it feels like to me because it's like it's like CD crime. Okay, also, right. I thought you were talking guy. very specifically about a professor yeah, that yeah. sells meth. There's a very specific <laughs> part of it. No, no. It's about the criminal, the criminal underbelly and like... To be fair, the, when the show starts, he is a bad guy. Yeah. And I think where they're bringing it is arcing it the other way, where they're trying to make him a good guy. The more right. traditional thing. I think I've seen, not the first season. I watched the first, like, four episodes. Mm-hmm. Solid. Solid The, the first show. season's six episodes, so yeah. it's Yeah, I've seen, like, the first four episodes or so. Like, it's on Disney, right? Or something like that? I don't think so. I downloaded it, so I don't. maybe it is on It's Disney on Plus. one of the streamers. It's on Hulu. It's on one of the streamers because, like, I that's probably the main reason why I was able to start it. Because, like... I was curious, and I just randomly clicked on it. I mean, it's really interesting. It's like okay, so it's, I love the lead actor. Very, he's really good, yeah. That dude. Uh, so, Mister Inbetween, seen him in my life. Yeah, he's only done this and like the thing that this is based on. Ridiculously enough, uh, so Mister Inbetween is a show set in a Sydney, Australia. It's it's not really a sitcom. It's but it is. Each episode is thirty minutes long. That's the what? What is that? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Oh, son yeah. of a bitch. Okay, cool. Um, it's thirty minutes long. It's a, it's a dramedy, I would say, mm-hmm. and it's just really good. It's just it's 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 like, uh, it's like 
it, it has moments. What what reminds me most of Breaking Bad, I think, is that it's it's quite talky and quite emotional. Right. But when it gets violent, it gets fucking violent. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like they don't downplay the violent world that this character lives in because he's like basically he's like a hitman slash works for the Australian mob right. in, in a lot of ways, and he's kind of just. He's a guy who gets things done, that kind of old thing. And it's really good. I fucking love it. It's really, for me, it's like, I couldn't stop it. It's just like, it's over. Damn, it's like 30 minutes. It's done. Yeah, okay, see, next, one, next, like, one, next one, next one, next one. I'm, I'm low-key looking for like a long show yeah, yeah, yeah. that I can just kind of like, and like in betweeners doesn't really feel, because there's only like 18 episodes total. Total. Right? I think, okay, for season six, the next episode, I think next season, I think is 11. I'm like, sure I'm looking for like a long show that, not necessarily to binge, but like to kind of just like revisit Every once in a while for like the next six, seven months. You know, oh, like a real. Of those kinds of shows. I know. I just can't quite zero Grey's in on Anatomy. one. No, not that one. <laughs> Scrubs. I was thinking The Americans. Oh, man. I've, tried I've to get heard into that good show. things. I've tried to get into that show like three or four times. Uh-huh. And every time I'm like, this is good. But then I just get lazy. <laughs> I think there's just too much Russian. Like there's too much like subtitles. You're not about uh, I, that I gotta life. try again. I think I'm just gonna jump in season three, which is constantly where I feel like I get cut. Because like, there's six seasons. It's, supp- it's supposed to be very, 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 very good. They're all on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Each oh, is season- it? Yeah. Oh, that's a changer. They're all on Disney Plus. I believe. Like, um, let me just check. Yeah, there's like, it's, you know, I'm so I'm 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 genuinely curious about the Americans because I, I, I heard in. a lot about it when it was going it's on. It's good. It's really good. It's just like it. Maybe it's maybe it's too slow, or I'm not sure. Too many white people. There's too many Russian people. Mm. Like it's one of those things where it doesn't quite hold, hold, hold my attention. So I'll look away. I'll be on my phone, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, here's a three minute scene in Russian. I Russia miss tends the whole to thing. Russia tends to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll try again though because it is a good show, and I like all those actors like Carrie Russell, mm-hmm. um, the, the husband, whatever his name is, the British guy. Uh, but yeah, no, no. I would say yeah, fair enough. It's not quite looking what you're looking for, but I think you should get on Mister In Between. It's great. I've already seen it. Not the whole, all of it. Oh yeah, but I intend to. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like slowly getting through it. And I, um, I also realize how much of a soft spot I have for Australia and Australians. <laughs> Again, ever since my first girlfriend, like, they're so sweet. Everyone's so polite. Like this guy's killing this guy, and he's saying please and thank you. Compared to New Zealand, I don't know much about New Zealanders. To be fair, I feel like, like, Aus- like Australians think New Zealanders are like the nice people. So right there you go. So there you go. Yeah, that's true. Right on. <laughs> All right, so that's our recommendations for this week. Yeah, did I have one? Yeah, I did. No sudden move. There we go. Yeah, yeah. It's also just nice to see Don Cheadle like in like a leading role. Oh, he's a, he's the lead of No Sudden Moves. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, didn't you that. think of like a cast that huge? Holy like... shit! Sorry. Speaking. All right. Sorry, I had to interrupt you right there. But have yeah. you seen uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy? No. Oh, Don Cheadle is Don Cheadle in that thing. He he's. Yeah, he's Algae Rhythm. Yeah. Al- you rhythm? Did you Al- watch Space Jam? Oh, yeah, I watched the show. I was like, oh my God, this is Why did terrible. you watch it by yourself? I would have loved to watch it. Because like, I had a lot of photos to edit. Let's just put it that way. I had a lot of photos to edit. So I'm just like, I got to put some stuff on. I would think on. Space Jam of all movies is like, like the one that you can't have your eyes leave the screen. It feels like one of those like movies that they make <laughs> specifically for Easter egg videos. I mean, kind of. But it is like, okay, look, there's a White Walker. Okay, great. Right. My thing, I think that's what people are saying. is like, oh. WB does a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite Disney level, but yeah. Were there any like meta jokes about how Game of Thrones ended shittily? No. Which oh, is real sad. Unfortunate. Yeah. Wussies. Because I know that the general premise of the movie is like sort of meta in the way where like they're very like they they like they say that the Looney Tunes are the rejects because of all the new shit that they have. Yeah. yeah. 
and like, I kind of dig that slight honesty. Yeah, I mean it, the main, the main thrust of it is like, oh yeah, the main the villain's an algorithm. He's trying to get LeBron James to an algae rhythm. Algae rhythm because he's yeah. black. Yeah, <laughs> he does dance. He does is soft that? shoe. No, um, yeah, it's a very it feels, forgettable movie. It feels racist. It's a very forgettable movie. It feels racist to call your algorithm algae rhythm because yeah. he's black. Yeah. <laughs> like, what would it be if he was if he was white? Albert. Gorithm. No <laughs> Al Gore. It probably be his first name would be like Algae. Like, oh, know, just like, like Al Gore. Alger. What about Alger? Algerithm. Algerithm sounds pretty white. Not Al Gore. Hi. Al Goreithm because he invented the internet. Could be. Could be. Yeah. But um, yeah. Th- if I mean, I know this is our recommendation segment, but this is my anti-recommendation. Don't, don't watch. Don't watch Space Jam. It's pretty bad. Got pretty it. Bad. So not great. I, th- I think it was bad because you watched it by yourself. You don't watch those kind of movies by yourself and yeah, like, walk away thinking it was great. It is a movie you're supposed to watch with other people and kind of mock it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. But I unironically liked the first one. So when I started hearing bad things about the second one, I'm just like, nah, let's, just, let's just do it. I thought I liked the first one more. and then I, I haven't re- revisited in a while. So I think yeah, see, I rewatched it earlier this year oh, no. um, because like it was on Netflix and I was like, this was a movie I enjoyed, mm. and I watched it. It's not. It really does not hold up. It like I can't explain it. It's it's not how it looks. How it looks, it's fantastic. Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. animation is still beautiful, but Michael Jordan just doesn't act very well at all. Yeah, that's one that I couldn't like, remember because I was like, man, LeBron James is so bad. I'm like, was oh, Michael he's Jordan bad. better? Oh yeah, LeBron James is terrible. Like bad, bad, like, or like he doesn't say. I don't believe anything he says that kind of bad but did he at least like was he able to be like vaguely believable because no. I, th- I, th- I thought he was a very serviceable actor in uh, that Amy Schumer movie he but he's playing himself in that movie right yeah but you but know he's playing he's himself still in season. sorry yeah he's still playing <laughs> himself in season. Yeah, sorry sorry uh, but yeah I mean he didn't have to carry a movie you know what I mean I suppose I don't check it out check it out maybe I'll okay work. okay but Michael Jordan was truly like distractingly just I remember thinking the rest of them bad. were bad, like Alonzo, Mo- like the other, like the like the Bill Mon- Murray, Charles Barkley, and and not Bill Murray was fine. He chose Bill Murray's Bill yeah. Murray, but uh, but like the other basketball oh, the players, other like basketball Muggsy Bogues, players. Sean Bradley, and yeah, Charles Barkley, and all of them. But I remember thinking, no, again, I, I, I remember watching because I, I just watched this a few months ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Muggsy Bogues was decent. He's a Muggsy, oh, I, but I love my mama. Yeah, like, Muggsy Bogues was decent. There was another really tall basketball player that was decent. The rest of them were nonsense but they didn't have enough lines for it to be distracting right michael jordan was truly like it was distractingly bad it okay w- it would like pull you pull me right out of because like the moment he talks i'm like oh okay like this is very clearly like a money gig for that's, him that's what i felt about lebron <laughs> it's very clearly a money gig for him and then there's also like the whole distracting thing where they try to portray him to be like a very like normal suburban person <laughs> like he just lives in like a nice quaint little house in the <laughs> suburbs like he's yeah no i don't think you're gonna like space jam and new legacy if anything it, it's particularly bad for you because there's quite a lot of plot holes where just like stuff just happens and there's like wow I'm anyway. a bit more forgiving with these kind of movies because Fair give it a go, give it a go. It's Space Jam, but it was yeah something about space. The first Space Jam just does not hold up. I honestly don't know what it is. I think it's a mixture of a bad lot of R. Kelly. I think it's a mixture fair. of bad performance and like the pacing. Mm. Space Jam, Space Jam, first, and this is like a overly serious critical analysis of Space Jam one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I think something about. When you were younger and a kid, you you're watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because like 
movies are already like these longer pieces of content sure. so like it feels a lot more like vast and mm. sprawling so like these moments take up more time in your mind and it just feels like a much longer experience but when i rewatched space jam a few months ago the pacing threw me off so much moments that i thought were like the the main meat of the movie lasted like 3 4 minutes and then you're off to the next part hmm. yeah interesting like and then they spend so much time on like the bullshit like planet earth shit <laughs> and like but it's clear because like, they had like a budget and like animation budget was expensive probably yeah. but like for some reason i remembered like all the moron mountain stuff happening like and like i i in my head all the basketball stuff was like the bulk of the movie but in reality it takes up like a total of like maybe 10 12 minutes like the last game is just 10 12 minutes something like that it mm. feels a lot shorter than it felt when i was a kid okay and like something about that was very disappointing to me like yeah. it just didn't feel the same well i'm curious what your thoughts about space jam actually i'm not really it's, it's not really worth anything so that's our anti recommendations i guess <laughs> hate watch recommendation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Well, if um, we're doing hate watch recommendations, and I'm gonna put mine in the in, my hat in the ooh, ring real quick that, before that? we say goodbye, uh, my hate watch recommendation is something that I am recommending you, Me. listener, listeners, uh, you as well, John. Thank you, and myself because I have not hmm? watched past like the first five minutes, but I know I'm gonna have a lot of fun hate watching this show. What's that? It's called Sexy Beasts. Oh yeah, on my Netflix. girlfriend's watching that. We watch it during when we have lunch. Oh no, it's pretty bad. Yeah, see, I only saw like the first. I saw the trailer in the first five minutes, and I knew that this was like prime hate watching. Oh material. yeah, it's really up there. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's a for, weirdly for it's context. Not, it's not bad enough to hate. Okay, yeah, for context, it's a dating, dating show, show Netflix where everyone is wearing very heavy prosthetics and costumes yeah. essentially so that they're unrecognizable yeah but you, what ends up happening is that you have a nightmare escape of like a devil trying to flirt with a monkey yeah or, or something <laughs> well, not to king shame but yeah yeah um uh yeah i'll give you a little bit more because we actually watched a couple episodes basically okay. there's like either one guy or one girl who goes on a date with multiple like with three guys or three girls you know what i mean and there's no it's all hetero. Uh, and then, yeah, there's two r- multiple rounds. One's like the quick date round. They go have drinks. They talk. And they blah, blah, blah. One person gets eliminated. Then they go on longer dates. And it's really – it's 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 not bad enough to hate watch. It's very nothing almost. Right. It's it's pretty bad. Right. So I don't know if it's worth watching, to be honest. Hmm. I want there to be I, – I want, I want like a reality show mm-hmm. that can somehow capture – the concept of what a reality show might be like if there were no cameras. So just like a real boring... <laughs> no, no, no. Like, you know, like, essentially, like... Okay, imagine any reality show. Yeah. Survivor, Bachelor, Can. Too Hot to Handle, whatever. Imagine any reality show. Now, imagine all those people still doing those things, but minus... No cameras. Yeah, minus the, the production. <laughs> and, like, the insanity of, like, What's happening there? Do you think a lot of people would just be like, can you just chill the fuck out? <laughs> it's like, what do you... Just turn down the notch. I mean, it's more of just like the con- the concept of like... Like... How too hot to handle is essentially like a weird sex scam. Yeah. And like how like Survivor is essentially like... Um, just dicks being dicks to each other. Not true. I, okay, I'm not gonna die on this one, but Survivor's the best social experiment. Or like how the strategy. how like the Bachelor and Bachelorette is like glorified sex trafficking. Yeah, that's all very bad. It's all very bad. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Try try watching one episode of Sexy Beast. I don't think you'll make it through. Okay. 
the 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 one annoying thing that keeps me going. So, um, it's basically a perfect mix between um, what's it, what's it Love is Blind mm-hmm. and The Masked Singer. Where it's right. just like I'm watching this, I, like, I kind of just want to know what this person looks like. Right. Then they reveal, it, and I'm like, okay, that's what that person looks like. <laughs> that's that's what keeps me through a whole. Nathan, after over dinner yesterday, me, my girlfriend, and one of our roommates, we watched three episodes in a row. Oh god, we just had it on the, we just had it on. Oh jeez. And all the thing was like, I just want to know what this person looks like. Right. That's that very simple. I assume very human of just like, what does this person look like? Yeah. Is what kept me through. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, this is terrible. TV executives have figured it out, man. Yeah. That's like, people just want to know what the thing is. And yeah. then you can, if you just pad it with bullshit, you have a show. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I can't hate on that. It's yeah. very cheap to produce iMatch. All you have to pay is for a makeup artist. Yeah. But yeah, our, run, our one roommate, Apple, was just like, can we fast forward? To-? That's what she sounds like. Can we fast forward? <laughs> she was like, can we just fast forward to see what they look like? I'm like, you know what? I'm not against that notion. <laughs> I don't even have to see what they're on. Like I just want to see what they look like. Yeah, but yeah, I I I, I used to do that for like mask singer videos mm-hmm. um, before Some I knew who really they were. Good. Some of them are really good. Yeah, though. yeah. I watch the compilation and I won't scroll down the comments and I'll try to guess who they are and just kind of like skip through the video and then at the very end be like, ah, that's who they are and then and then I go back to my normal life. Yeah, and nothing's changed. Yeah, I, maybe <laughs> I'll maybe I'll do that because I've been downloading mask singer apps, but I'm not watching them because I'm like that's just too much time to spend on bullshit. You uh, download Mask Singer episodes? Look, sometimes it's very easy. I have a service. I just click. I want to watch the show. And it automatically downloads it for me. It's Jesus very easy. Christ. But Mask Singer? <laughs> I just want to know who's behind the mask. Yeah, I know. That's what YouTube is for. I know. Like, I don't take up space in my computer of that shit. I have so many terabytes. I bought a huge hard drive. Right. Six terabytes. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. I got to get going. Okie dokie. But this was a fun talk. Yeah. It's good to be back. I'm gonna, as always. I'm going to watch some prosthetic humans try to fuck yeah i'm going back to mr in between myself <laughs> all right thanks so much for listening thank you for supporting us uh thank you for following us on instagram and all that good stuff uh yeah stay, um, stay safe sh- stay, stay, stay safe. clean get that vaccine wear your seatbelt. yeah and that too and, and don't and don't panic when your car crashes because that doesn't work out yeah be less like nathan mm-hmm. all right thanks for the hang thank you what a place to be it's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. <laughs> <laughs>